Welcome to the Boss Lady in Sweatpants Show. I'm your host, Allison Scholes, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you ditch the overwhelm and comparison and teach you how to create less but better content with ease and build an extraordinary brand and business, but do it in a way that is aligned with your soul and makes you crazy happy with your life. This show is filled with faith-led episodes about content creation, social media marketing, and business growth with a side of coffee and Jesus. If you're ready for some juicy content, then it's time to hand your kiddos those tablets, grab your coffee, whiskey, or wine, and let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Today, Rebecca Whitman is here with me to talk about how you can experience more fun and freedom in life with the seven pillars of abundance. So abundance simply means a very large quantity of something. So who doesn't want a large quantity of fun and freedom? So without further ado, welcome to the show, Rebecca. Thank you, Allison. It's so great to be here. I love the name of your show, Boss Lady in Sweatpants. (laughs) That is so true. I can't tell you how many Zooms I have done where I look professional from the waist up and from the waist down, I'm wearing sweatpants or even pajamas. Yep. Yep. I think all of us can relate to that. And even during the COVID years, a lot of people were working at home in their sweatpants. So Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much how I live my life. The boss lady in sweatpants who likes coffee and jewelry, but likes to be comfortable. (laughs) You can never have too much of either one. Right? (laughs) (laughs) So Rebecca, I just kind of want to jump right in. Your philosophy of life is divided into seven pillars of abundance. And with these seven areas, we can truly achieve balance. So for the show today, I would love for you to walk us through these seven pillars one by one, but then give us some tactical tips on how to implement these pillars. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's so funny that I got rated number one life coach because I moved to LA. That was the farthest from my mind. I I got to LA 22 years ago with the dream of being an actress. Wow. Uh, small parts on big shows like Friends, CSI, and 24. And I had a lot of free time on my hands because I worked at a children's acting school. So the kids are available after school and on weekends. So during my days, I attended spiritual lectures. I learned a lot about the law of attraction from great spiritual teachers like Wayne Dyer, Abraham Hicks, Michael Beckwith, uh, Louise Hay. And I really understood how to create more abundance in my financial life, but my relationships with men were a mess. And I ended up having a very painful divorce as my marriage was unraveling. My dad was declining in a nursing nursing home. And in one of our last conversations, he asked me to write a book and I had no idea what to write. My dad's funeral was on a Wednesday. My divorce was finalized on a Friday. And a few months later, I was sitting in my financial planner's office And he said, Rebecca, you're having your best financial year ever. You're actually a millionaire. And this is the year you lost your dad in your marriage. So why don't you write a book and teach people what you did? And I really believe that God speaks through people, especially my financial planner, who is a pastor. So I wrote a book and it's called How to Make a Six-Figure Income Working Part-Time. And it's not a business plan. It's actually how I live my life within these seven key areas, which I call my seven pillars of abundance. 
They are spirituality, fitness, emotions, romance, mental, social, and financial. And when you have all seven areas of life in alignment, you become balanced, beautiful, and abundant. So now I take women from burned out and overwhelmed to balanced, beautiful, and abundant. So that kind of is an overview of all seven areas. I love that. And I like how you are going to share these seven areas and how they all connect to each other. Because as you were talking about the seven areas quickly, the first thought that came to my mind is I'm like, I bet we spend too much time in one area and we forget about another area. And that's why we can't find that balance or how to prioritize everything. So I'm excited for you to talk about, I know our the audience, the listeners, are, they're going to relate to this. So let's jump into your seven pillars. Yeah. And you are totally correct, uh, Allison. Usually people focus on one obsessively and the mm-hmm. others go side. So they're a gym rat and their relationships and money is not doing well, or they focus all their effort on money and their relationships and their exercise, you know, fall by the wayside. So yes, usually people have one obsession and the goal is to have this balanced, beautiful and abundant life. So the first area is spirituality. And I am a huge advocate of having a morning practice. I met a woman 30 years ago at a 12 step meeting and her name was Janet. And I really believe she was an angel because she said, this is how you write in a God journal. And this is how you kind of set yourself up for a great day. And I took that format. I've expanded on it. I call my, my abundance journal. And I've been doing that format now for 30 years. And it absolutely is the best way for me to start my day. It reframes my negative thinking to positive thinking It is about gratitude and it even is about surrender. Like, what am I worried about? As female entrepreneurs, we have a lot of different, you know, irons in the fire. And I I put everything down on paper every morning. This practice has just really helped me have an amazing life. So that's going to be a gift for your audience, which we'll talk about later. So make sure if you're listening, you stay till the end of the show. So you get that gift. So I do an abundance journal. I do prayer. I do meditation. And that is how I start my day. And having spirituality as the first pillar is so important because when you're on a journey of life, especially as a female entrepreneur, there are just so many uh, things that we are powerless over. And without having God to have faith in, having just faith that we're exactly where we're supposed to be, things are happening for a reason, all things are working together for our highest good, it would be a really challenging journey. So having this spirituality come first really sets the tone for my day. And also just knowing that, you know, there's someone out there that wants you to be successful. And that person, you can call it your higher power, God, Jesus, Allah, Buddha, whatever you want. There's something out there that wants you to be successful beyond your wildest dreams. So that is the first pillar. The second pillar is fitness. I believe in body before business. Our health is our number one resource. If you have your health, you have every opportunity in the world at your fingertips. If you don't have your health, your whole life is about getting healthy. And I've actually interviewed entrepreneurs on my podcast, The Balanced, Beautiful and Abundant Show. They made seven and eight figures, but their health, you know, 
they tanked like they were bedridden or they had a, literally a terminal life-threatening illness because they didn't prioritize their health. So that is number two. I really believe you should work out at least five days a week. I don't care if it's walking, yoga, pickleball, anything that you can stick to is the best workout for you. Yeah. Just, getting that body moving for, for sure. And getting it moving early in the morning because yes. If I don't move it in the morning, it's not going to move usually. I know I figured out how to put on workout clothes in the morning and like, oh, I'll be motivated to work out after this meeting. But if I don't schedule it in the morning, it's not going to happen. So I believe in doing that in the morning, right after your morning practice. Uh, The next pillar of abundance is emotional. I believe that all emotions come from two core emotions, fear or love. So Mm -hmm. if you're negative, cynical, depressed, resentful, anxious, judgmental, that is fear. If you're happy, loving, blissful, content, appreciative, gracious, uh, grateful, that's love. So in order to change my mind from negative fear-based thinking to love-based thinking, I am a big believer in gratitude and also affirmations, catching myself. Okay. I'm in lack. I'm in fear. How do I change this to positive and abundance is love. There's plenty of money. There's plenty of love. There's plenty of time. Scarcity is, oh my God, I'm overwhelmed. There's not enough time. There's not enough money. What am I going to do? So being constantly aware of, am I on the fear channel or the love channel and shifting it through affirmations? Uh, The next pillar, and feel free to jump in anytime. uh, The next pillar of abundance after emotions is romance. And that is so important. I'm happy to report that I got that painful divorce. Now I'm married to my soulmate. It's absolutely beautiful. We've been married for about a year and a half and it's really made my business take off. So romance and finance are intertwined. If you have a loving, supportive, romantic partner, it just makes you feel so alive and empowered and you can go out and achieve your goals. If you're like I was constantly being, you know, put down and criticized and told that my dreams are never going to happen. I'm dreaming too big. Then it makes it really challenging to reach for your big financial goals. So romance is so important. And I encourage, encourage any of the people listening that if you're in a relationship with someone who is not lifting you up, I encourage you to leave relationships that are not that are not serving your highest good. Of course, try everything, try counseling, try everything. But then there's a point where you've got to put yourself above this relationship. Um, the next area of abundance is mental. And that's what people are doing right now. So congratulations. Listening to the Boss Lady in Sweatpants podcast is a great way to expand your mind, work on your mindset. Mental just means room to grow. So whether you're taking a cooking class or learning a new sport or learning a new language or listening to podcasts, audibles, YouTube, anything that is growing your mind is mental. The sixth pillar of abundance is social. So your vibe attracts your tribe. If you are wanting to achieve a business goal, hang out with other people who have achieved that goal. If you want to achieve a physical goal and look a certain way, hang out with people that are in shape. If you want to hang, if you want to have a romantic goal, hang out with people who are happily married. So find somebody who has what you want. And if you do what they did, you can get what they got. And finally, the last pillar of abundance is financial. 
everybody thinks money is first. Everybody thinks I'm just going to work, 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 yeah. hustle, grind, make a bunch of money. I'll have enough money to hire a personal trainer. I'll look totally hot. I'll meet my spouse. We'll go on spiritual retreats and we'll socialize with other couples and then we'll be happy. But I am saying that when you are spiritually and physically fit, when you have positive, loving friends, when you're in a healthy relationship, when you're expanding your mindset, you will pull in money. And that is how it's worked in my personal experience. So that is the overview of the seven pillars of abundance. And do you find when you meet with women and you are teaching them the seven areas of abundance, do you find that they tend to start backwards and they tend to start with the finance piece or the business piece and hustle, hustle, hustle and say, well, when I get to a certain point, then the rest will come later. Do you find that you get a lot of almost, do you get a lot of, um, what am I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like kick back a little bit when you first introduce the seven areas and they're kind of like, wait a minute, I start with spiritual first because they probably expect financial to come first. Right. Well, a lot of women that find me are burned out. So they kind of know that what they're doing is not working or they wouldn't be hiring me as a coach. So I don't really get a lot of pushback. Um, I have two signature programs. One just focuses on finance and that's called Create Your Six Figure Side Hustle. So for the women who really want to just focus on business and money, I have a coaching program for them. Then I have a coaching program for women who want to find their soulmate and that is uh, Magnetize Your Love and Midlife. That's another program. And then I have just the general how to have a balanced life in these seven areas. And that's called Elegant Warrior Training. So I would find the right fit for the person and we would just move forward from there. So I don't get a lot of pushback. Good. I like to hear that. Now let's transition to your journal that takes us through these seven areas, because I'm assuming these are like the tactical, like how do we implement it? So give us an example in your journal of how to go through like the emotional area. Yeah, the the journal is not an overview of the seven areas. Okay. It's just like how to change your negative thinking to positive thinking. So I would give you uh, an example, like it says, how is the worst thing that happened to me today actually the best thing? Hmm. Because I don't really know always what the big picture is. And I'm sure we can all look back on our life and something that we thought was absolutely the worst thing, there was a blessing in it. So this journal really helps you find the blessing in the mess. And it just, it helps you reframe your thinking from negative to positive. But as far as uh, I think maybe I should create a journal, like a, a daily planner that helps you, you know, set goals for each day and each week and all the seven areas. I think that's what you're referring to. But yeah, it, it almost seems like yeah. if someone's listening and they've never really tackled these areas of their life and really thought about abundance, they almost need to kind of make like seven buckets on a piece of paper and then all these areas of their life, like which do they feel like they're filling the most and which ones are not getting filled at all, right? And like see which areas you need to spend more time in and then the other areas you need to take a step back because we cannot be 100% in all these areas all the time. 
We cannot. I actually have a quiz on my website and it's a free quiz. It takes a minute and it's kind of like a snapshot okay. and you get to see, okay, this is the area or this is the couple areas that I'm absolutely crushing it in. And these are the areas that I need support. And it's a great way to look at your life. And it's like, okay, I got this one down. I got my fitness down. I'm working out every day. That's going great. But I'm not socializing enough. I'm not having enough fun. Mm -hmm. And I like to say having fun gets it done. You know, as women entrepreneurs, we don't want to grind it out because I believe in the difference of masculine and feminine energy. Masculine energy likes to push and go for it and just like go to the end of the race exhausted when they cross the finish line. And uh, feminine energy is more contained. We want to keep our energy we don't want to like push ourselves to burn out and exhaustion. We want to be magnetic. That's why I call myself the magnetic abundance mentor. And when you're magnetic, you are being graceful and elegant. You're not pushing and you're not exhausting yourself. So that is, you know, it's just, it's just a different way to live life. So we don't want to go through any of these areas where we're just pushing, 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 and then neglecting other areas. And they're all related because if you're socializing and you're having fun, Believe it or not, that is going to help you make more money. Now, that's counterintuitive. I would, you know, when I first discovered this, I was like, oh, I just have to work, 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 work. And this was when I was in my 20s. I was not working out. I was not socializing. I was uh, just focused on money. And I was so unhappy. I was just overweight. I was depressed. I was, you know, getting my heart broken because I had terrible relationships and then I realized that when I'm happier and when I'm healthier and when I'm having fun, I actually make more money and it's a lot easier. Yeah. And I want to go back to something that I said right in the beginning, because I really want to emphasize this to the audience about truly achieving balance. And I want to make sure that the audience knows or understands that when you say balance, you're not saying that you have to hit each of these areas each day at the same way. Like there, you're going to have days where you're going to work more in your business. You're going to have days where you're working really hard in the relationship. And then there's going to be days where you can't give so much to, to the relationship. So hopefully your partner can give more because you actually need it. So can you expand on that, what you mean by truly achieving balance? Because I think the word balance in the entrepreneurial world is kind of clouded. Yeah, I think harmony is a better word than balance because oh, like think of these seven pillars as seven musical instruments. When you listen to a beautiful concert, you know, sometimes it's the horn, sometimes it's, mm -hmm. you know, the percussion. It's, so. No, you don't do seven areas at the same day on the same time because that would make you crazy. So I believe in there's focus days and there's play days. So on the focus days, you are focusing on getting a result in your business and you are focus, 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 focus. And then on the play days, you're not checking your phone. You're not, you know, doing anything that would take you away from the play day. And that's that's a discipline too, because we're also addicted to our phone. But we get to have a rest day. I was just uh, talking to a coaching client right before this call and she's taking a two day uh, retreat to this farm. And I'm like, really like enjoy the rest. So I think that women 
can look at their week within this filter of all seven areas. So like for me, I don't have a lot of time to socialize right now because I'm building my coaching business. So I do want to include one social visit a week with a friend. So that's part of it. The mindset work, we can do that in the nooks and crannies of our day. We can listen to great podcasts, audibles, you know, while we're driving. That's something that we just work into our day. Um, Romance, I like to have one date night a week with my husband. So it's not like I'm doing everything every day. I'm just looking at my week holistically going, how can I touch on each of these areas? Yeah. And that in the end, that's when you achieve. And I like your choice of words harmony. I really like that choice of word that kind of really hits the nail on the head. So I love these pillars. And I think the listeners are really going to want to dive into these pillars with you. So where can the listeners learn more from you? Where can they connect? You can find me on Instagram, Clubhouse, Threads, Twitter, at Rebecca E. Whitman. Uh, Allison is going to have my link tree on my link tree. You'll be able to grab the abundance journal, learn more about my podcast. My website is on there as well. Um, or you can go directly to my website. It's Rebecca Elizabeth Whitman with a Z and on the website, you can do that quick quiz to see where you're in and out of alignment. You can, uh, stay in touch with me. I do lots of, uh, fun things, retreats, summits. I even do uh, free coaching every Tuesday at noon for women in a women's circle where you can come in and ask any question or just get accountability and support from me. So all of that will be in my link tree that Allison shares. I love that. I will make sure it's in the show notes. And I know that, uh, this was a quick conversation but it was jam-packed. There was a lot of juicy little nuggets in there. So I hope that the audience will unpack this, connect with you. And I just really want to thank you for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. And again, I'm going to start uh, listening to this show because the boss lady in sweatpants (laughs) got me at sweatpants. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of people are like, Ooh, sweatpants. Why didn't I think of that? So yeah. So this was a lot of fun. And thanks again for being here. Thanks so much, Allison. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Can you do me a favor? The best way to support me and grow the podcast is by leaving a written review on Apple iTunes. I promise you, I read every review and take them to heart. And don't forget, head to bossladyinsweatpants.com to snack some freebies or hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. I'll see you soon.